Good morning, everybody. So, welcome to Home Church. It is so good to see all of you out there this morning. Uh, I know you guys just sat down and got comfortable, but stand up. We're going to get up. We're going to get moving around this morning. So, make your way around. Say good morning. Find somebody who maybe you don't know and welcome them to Home Church this morning. church. So adults, teens, uh, I'm going to ask you guys to go ahead, 
and make your way back to your seats. However, where's all the kids at? Where are my kids at? Kids, I'm going to have you guys go ahead and join me down in the front here. So if you guys want to make your way down for your Bible story this morning, and church, if you guys can, please put your hands together and let's give a very warm welcome to one of the best Sunday school teachers that I know, Miss Anita. guys know what this is? Whipped cream. That's what my husband would say. It's milk. Did you all have some milk this morning? You didn't? You didn't start your morning with milk? You what? Oh, you ran out of milk? Well, you see me before you leave church and I'll give you some milk. And then your mom and dad are going to tell you not to say that ever again in public. <laughs> How was camp? Good. I heard the adults that went had as much fun as you guys did, so that's good. How often do you like to eat? All the time. Did you know that newborn babies like to eat almost every two hours? Babies need to eat more than older kids because babies grow so fast their bodies need nutrition to give them energy a baby's brain gets twice as big in their first year of life that growth is part of what makes a baby so hungry so often when they drink milk they become big and strong and it helps them grow and it helps their brains grow and get smarter. Without milk, a baby probably wouldn't be a very healthy adult. Luckily, nowadays we have the, the special milk that they can get for those that might be allergic to milk. Just like a milk helps a baby grow, the Bible helps the Christian grow. In the New Testament, Peter said, we should crave or long for the scripture. Like babies, they were born. You should long for the pure milk of God's word. It will help you grow up as believers. That means we should want the truth of the Bible so badly that we won't be happy until we get it. Babies usually cry when they're hungry. Once they are fed, the crying stops. When babies taste the yummy milk and know that they get what they're needing, they are happy and they're peaceful. Peter said it should be the same way for us. If we trust Jesus, then we know that God is good. We eat food every day so our bodies will grow strong. In the same way, reading the Bible every day will help us grow in our faith. As we get our spiritual food, we become smarter and stronger in our love for God. Be sure to fill up on the scripture every day so you can keep growing. Now, do you know what this is? A bag of money. And this is part of our lesson second service. This is what gets somebody into a lot of trouble. 
So I hope to see you second service. We're also going to do something with marshmallows. Have a good day. And remember, God loves you. So kids, 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 guys, hang on, hang on, hang on. So do me a favor, guys. Hang tight. I want you guys to stay here with me this morning. We have just a couple of announcements, some exciting events that we have going on, but I want to keep you guys down here in the front with me for just a moment. So first off, folks, I just want to let you know, um, I spoke with Nancy Winders this morning, and because of the smoky conditions outside, there will be no choir practice tonight. So again, no choir practice this Sunday. For any of the youth that are here, just a reminder, uh, you guys will be meeting here Thursday night at 6.30 here at the church. And again, guys, we encourage you guys to show up a little bit early. Show up at 6.30. Uh, it's a time of prayer before you guys really dive in and get into the word. All right. So kids, back to you guys here real quick. How many of you guys got to hang out with me at VBS the last time? Vacation Bible School. So, if you guys can believe this, I talked to Miss Anita. She said that you guys weren't loud enough the last time. Are you guys excited for VBS? You guys can do better than that. Are you guys excited? Who's ready for Vacation Bible School? So, VBS is going to be happening here at Home Church on August 4th through the 6th, and we're going to be holding VBS every night from 6 to 8. Guys, we are in need of volunteers, so if God so puts it on your heart, we would ask that you please reach out to our children's director, Jane Morrill, for additional information. Now, speaking of volunteers, I know we've asked a couple of times over the past few weeks, we are in need of volunteers children's check-in, children's ministry, nursery. So again, if God puts it on your heart, please reach out, talk to Jane, talk to myself. Uh, we want to get you guys plugged in. And just so you know, we will be having a children's ministry meeting after second service next week. So if you're interested, please make sure that you are here for that. And along with some other exciting news regarding volunteers, let's put our hands together, guys. We have a brand new nursery director, and that is our very own Miss Jeannie Adams. So, guys, such exciting news. Jeannie, we are so excited to have you as the nursery director. Thank you for everything that you do here at Home Church. Uh, our kids are truly blessed to have you back there. All right, guys, we have a couple of baby showers that are going to be coming up here. So first off, we have Lisa Franco's baby shower. This is going to be taking place on August the 21st at Jane Morrill's house, and it's going to be at 6 p.m. So the address should be listed up on the screen here behind me. If you guys have any questions, please reach out and contact Jane. And just so you guys are aware, uh, Lisa is registered through Amazon. The second baby shower that we have is going to be for uh, Haley Quintanella. Uh, 
Her baby shower is going to be taking place right here at the church on August the 28th, and that's going to be at 10.30 in the morning. And Haley also is registered on Amazon. Church, for those of you who knew our very dear sister, Mary Mallison, we will be having a celebration of life for Mary on August the 28th. And this is going to be taking place at the Best Western Ballroom at 2 p.m. And we do need to get an accurate headcount. So Mary's daughter, Rhonda, is asking for you to reach out to her in RSVP to let her know that you will be attending. And her telephone number is 775-343-5838. All right. So guys... Now comes the exciting stuff for you. So as all of you guys know, last week our children uh, went to kids camp. So we had our amazing children's director, Miss Jane, our beautiful and talented church secretary, my wife, Jen Metzger. Uh, they were counselors for our girls that were there. Uh, we also had... Mr. Little Carlos Garcia and Ezra. Ezra, do we have you back on the computer today? Go ahead and stand up, buddy. So, Little and Ezra were the junior counselors for our boys that were there. And they had a special guest preacher all week long. And that was Home Church's very own Pastor Carlos Garcia. So guys, I've heard some stories. I heard they had an absolutely amazing time. So we want to share that with you guys this morning. So we're going to take just a couple of minutes and watch a short video clip of some of the fun that these guys had up at kids camp this week. Good. Satan is bad. 
So when you get back to your hometown, you're going to tell your church, you're going to tell your pastor who you're repping, right? Who you repping? Jesus. Amen. So now let's do this verse real quick. Let's see if she can do the verse without looking at the screen, without looking at anything. Okay, no helping her out. Let's see. Let's go. Let's see. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, soul firm and secure. Hebrews 6 That video doesn't even, uh, it gives you a little picture, but it doesn't tell of the stories of what God did these last few days. Um, I want to say I am so proud of these guys right here. There was one, one boy in this group whose counselor said there was somebody picking on him being a bully to him. But then this kid went down to the altar and one of our boys here, Joey, that was being picked on, went and prayed for the kid that was bullying him. Uh, 
um, a few of those, there were some boys there in that picture, some, some brothers whose father died, just passed away, and they were just broken. And there were church kids there, pastor's kids who, who uh, thought they knew it all. And God came in, and I want to say the word of God just touched them. And it was an amazing time. And I just want to say I'm so proud of our kids, and I'm thinking about it. I'm going, why did I have so many people coming up to me saying, you got such good kids at your church? And it's because we have people like Mama Jane and Miss Anita and AJ and Mr. Juan, people who spend time with our children. Amen? So can we give them a hand? So <clears throat> I don't want to take up the whole time here, but I just want to say I felt your prayers when I was over there. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was tired. I just came back from Elevate. I was exhausted. Um, I, I even had a few moments of like, how am I going to do this? But God moved, and the children heard, and this boy came up to me. I have many, but this boy came up to me and said, so, Pastor Carlos, I asked Jesus into my heart. I said, that's awesome. He goes, what do I do now? And I said, who's your pastor? And he told me who his pastor was. I said, you go talk to your pastor. But do you have any? he came to me the next day and he says, you know what? I know what I want to do. I want to be a leader. I want to be a pastor someday like you. Amen. So, again, thank you for your prayers. Um, I felt him when I was there in the mountains. I, I, I mean that I felt your prayers, and I thank you for the text and, uh, and for the encouragement. Can we give our kids a hand again as a brother? Amen. Thank you. So, church, real quick, I want to apologize. Miss Rachel. So, Miss Rachel was one of our other counselors that was there with the kids this week. Hey guys, do me a favor, come up here and go ahead and stand up, turn around, and let's go ahead and face the church here. So, guys, as, as Pastor Carlos was talking about young Joey here, who was being picked on and then turned around and went down and prayed with this boy at the altar, let me tell you guys, discipleship, dedication, and duplication. It's because of each and every single one of you. It's because of you, Ron. It's because of you, Mark Butler, Ricky, Jen, Mama Sharon, Mr. Juan. It's because of all of you who show the love of God, who are an example for these kids who are going to be the next leaders in this church. So from the bottom of my heart, Thank you to each and every single one of you for the leaders that you are. And kids, if you guys can, as loud as you can, I want you guys to say thank you to our church for standing behind you, praying, showing you guys the way, and just having your backs. So if you guys can, please go ahead and say thank you. What a beautiful thing, church. We've got some amazing leaders that are going to be coming up here in the coming years. Kids, you can go ahead and take your seats now. And church, we are going to go ahead into our, uh, our time of giving and worship.
So again, I just want to encourage you uh, for tithes and offerings. Please continue giving online. If you are here with us this morning and you happen to bring your tithe with you, we do have our box on the left-hand side as you exit our sanctuary. And if you can, go ahead and bow your heads with me this morning. Heavenly Father, we just want to praise you and thank you for all of the ways you are moving in this church, God. Lord, as we come this morning and give our tithes and offerings, as you call us to do so, as we give our, our first tenths, God, Lord, I pray that you bless this offering, that you take this money and use it in ways that we couldn't imagine, God, to further your kingdom, however that money needs to be utilized here, God. And Lord, as, as we're called to give this offering, Lord, we're not giving this offering because you need it, God. You want our obedience. You want our discipline, God. And Lord, as we show that to you this morning, God, I just pray that you bless each and every single one of these cheerful givers this morning, God. Lord, I also want to pray for our worship team this morning. I just want to lift them up in prayer as they are preparing our hearts to receive your word this morning, God. Lord, I just pray that your uh, presence is felt here this morning as we give you all the worship and all the praise and glory that you deserve, God. Lord, I also want to pray for our pastor this morning. I just pray that you bless him and anoint his words. God, I pray that you speak through him and that lives be changed this morning with this message. And Father, I also want to pray for those who are battling with these fires, God. Friends, families who may have been affected by these fires, who may have lost their belongings. God, we want to pray for our firefighters as they are out there on the front lines, God. Lord, I just pray that you have your hand upon them, that you protect them as they fight these battles, God. Lord, we thank you for them and uh, for the brave men and women that they are to go and fight. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet, church. Let's worship the King of Kings this morning. Yeah. I say, how great is our God. Sing with me.
came to die so we'd be reconciled he came to rise to show his power and might that's why we praise him that's why we sing that's why we offer him our everything that's why we bow down and worship this king because he gave Trading my pain, I'm 
children who came and heard your word I pray that your your words would not go void that they would I believe the seed was was thrown on fertile soil and that 
it's going to grow into something beautiful. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. But this morning, God, we pray that you would just come into this place and touch every heart. Lord, I pray our hearts will be open to receive what you have to say. Let it be a, a word of encouragement, a word of blessing, a challenge. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Remain standing, please. We're going to read the word. Musicians, you may be dismissed. Thank you so much. Luke 17, 12, it says right here, verse 19 through 12, it says, Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. And it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to, to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen? Amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. Well, I got to be honest with you, church. I had a few uh, adults, um, counselors, even pastors come to me and say, you know, I'm actually glad I came. I was hoping that God would speak to me in the mountains when I was away from the children, but it was being with the kids, hearing the words, God spoke to me. And one even said, God slapped me upside the head. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was crazy to me. I, I, saw, I saw a gentleman there. You know, guys my age, older, complaining about this generation, you know. Man, these kids. And it came for worship time, for praising God. And I remember just kind of standing in the back like a lot of the other preachers would. They would stand in the back and worship and kind of just watch and kind of just get a feel for what's going on. And I saw, I saw not many, but I saw a few counselors just standing there with their hands in their pockets while worship was going on thought about that and what saddened me is obviously some of these these kids weren't coming to our church but I saw a few of the kids as the people was leading worship saying worship with us let's worship God this is it's not we're not trying to get a workout here we're worshiping the creator these little kids is looking up and doing the same thing I was blown away. But by God's grace, at the end of the week, we said, who you reppin'? And all the kids were saying, Jesus. 
and we were worshiping God. And I thanked every single counselor that got involved that was worshiping God. Maybe not even just clapping their hands, but singing praises unto God. Amen? That's what we're supposed to do. We're called to worship. We're called to praise. And I want to thank God for what he did. Who's ready for the word this morning? Amen? Amen. I want to thank um, our board again for what they did last week. They came down and, and, and laid hands. Um, again, it was, it was moving, it was touching, and God moved in a mighty, mighty way. I want to read something before I start here. In 1860, the boat Lady, Lady Elegant, anyways, a boat, so let's there was a boat hit by another boat called the Augusta in Lake Michigan near Evanston, Illinois. A young ministerial student named Edward Spencer lunged his brittle body into the freezing cold water again and again to rescue passengers. In the process, his health was permanently damaged. Just a few years later, at his funeral, it was noted that not one of the people he rescued ever thanked him. Again, man, I was so sorry for these kids. They, 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 they go to school, they got no one to look up to. They go to home and they're watching TV, they got no one to look up to. They come to church, they went to kids camp and their counselor can't even worship God. They got no one to look up to. I'm like, so who's ready to give God thanks this morning? Who's ready to give him a praise this morning? And thanks be unto the living God for all that he's done. In our text, Jesus is traveling. He's passing through Galilee and Samaria. And there's two places right here that are considered places of rejection. And it's here he stops by Galilee. It's Galilee is a significant place that of all the disciples Jesus chose, all of them were from Galilee except one. Um, Jesus performed, as a matter of fact, can anybody, I was, no, we're not kids camp, sorry. Jesus, I was going to say, I'll give $100 right now, but we're not a kids camp. Jesus performed 25 of his 33 miracles in Galilee. 19 of his 32 parables were spoken in the backdrop of Galilee. So Galilee really is like the headquarters of his ministry. Who's, who's ever watched the Avengers? <laughs> Avengers, okay, we got some Avengers fans. So, Aven you know, you got the Avenger headquarters. This is like the headquarters for Jesus right here. Man, I need to stop bringing kids stuff into the sermon. I apologize, folks. I'm speaking to adults, amen? Speaking to adults. <laughs> you speak to three kids for three days, you start feeling like a kid, man. I'm telling you, it does something to your psyche. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The thing I love about our God, he's passing through this place of rejects. The thing about I love about our God is he loves to go where rejects are. He loves to go and be where the rejects are. And while he's passing through, he goes to this unnamed village. We'll just call it the unnamed village. And he comes across these 10 lepers. They have a disease called what? Leprosy. It was a disease that was considered to be contagious in that day. So they had to stay separated from everyone else. Uh, separated from the rest of the population. 
And so these guys now are hooked up with each other, um, which they didn't have to. They could have been anywhere, but they, they hooked up with each other. And that, that's an eye-opener for me. How many of you know um, you it's normal, it's human nature, you kind of tend to get hooked up with the people who got the same either drama or stuff going on in their life. And so if we're always attracting crazy people, that should say something about us, amen? I knew I wouldn't get an amen there, but that's okay. By the way, I got to say, it was amazing. While I was preaching, I've never heard this at kids' camp. I was preaching, and some girl said, preach. <laughs> I was like, dang. And then I was preaching, and I said, I said, I said something. I forgot what I said. I said something, and the kids said, amen. I was like, and then what was even crazier, which I was going to, I'll just do it. I was just going to see, but I don't want to be hurt. I said, I'm going to get ready to close. And the kid said, aww. <laughs> Amen. I was like, what? I said, Lord. I said, man, I, when I say I'm getting ready to close in my church, they said, thank God. We're just, <laughs> wow. We're getting ready. No, I'm playing, church. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm just playing, just playing. I'm just, Jack's right here in the front row says, no, that's not true. <laughs> Amen. 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 These guys are minding their business, hanging out among themselves. Verse 12 says, they stood afar off. How many know we got a lot of people today standing afar off? Afar off. Because of whatever is going on in their life. They're not bad people. They're, not, they're, they're good people. But they're standing afar off. They don't feel connected. They don't feel like they're involved. They come to church, but yet they feel like an outsider. That breaks my heart because every single person in our church should feel connected. Amen. And if you don't feel connected, come talk to me. We will get you connected. Not with doing something, but with fellowship. You should feel connected. And these people, they feel afar off. The good news this morning is God loves to connect with those who feel afar off. And I love what it says in verse 13. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Wow, what, what a beautiful thing. Jesus, have, have mercy. There's a lot of people today, including myself, if, 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 when Jesus shows up into my situation, I'm like, Jesus, it's about time. Jesus, about time. Where have you been? But these guys are right here saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Have mercy. Aren't you thankful? Don't you thank him for his mercy? His mercy that we woke up this morning. His mercy that we can hold our children and, 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 and be, with our, be with our family and, 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 and have another day of life. His mercy. Mercy. And they begin to open their mouth and cry out to God. They cried out to God. You know, this has been on my heart this, this, these last few days. It's good sometimes we pray in reverence. It's good to, to pray. But sometimes we can't just be cute with God. We need to open our mouth and cry out to God. Cry out. You ever have a crying out moment? You ever cry out to God? Yeah, I said, Jesus... I, I thought that, you know, some people want Jesus to be their friend. But 
not only did they say Jesus, they said Master. I was hoping to get an amen right there. There's a lot of people who have Jesus as their friend. I have a friend in Jesus, but they have not called him Master yet. Amen. Yeah, me and Jesus, we got a thing going, you know, it's, you know. We say Jesus, but we haven't said master. We say, we sing Hosanna, but we, we don't say, I'm yielding everything to you, Jesus. You call the shots in my life. You call the shots, Lord. They said master. We're, they were identifying the very nature of who he was, who he is, who he always is. And that is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is master. crazy to think some will never experience God's power in their life because they refuse to call him master. Why would I refuse to call him master? What, what, am, what am I holding back in my life? What's that thing in my life that I'm holding back? What's that area of, of my life that I'm not, I'm not giving to the Father? What, what's that thing in the closet that's been there for years that I've just kind of locked up? What, what, is that, what is that thing? that I haven't been able to overcome because Jesus has not been master. They said master. They said have mercy on us. Verse 14 says, so when he saw them, he said to them, and I'm going to stop right there. That's enough right there. That when you're in a, a, an outcast spot in life, when you're in a place in life where you feel like an outsider, when you're in a place in life when you feel like nobody can see you or you just don't want to bog people down with what's going on in your life so you don't say anything, but when you're in a moment in your life where no doctor, no person can cure you, no one can heal you, when you're an outsider, when you feel alone, that Jesus can see you. So when he saw them, he said to them, he saw them. When we cry out, then it said he, he gave them instructions. What were those instructions? Let's go right here. Next verse, brother. Next verse. Go show yourselves to the priest. It's a simple instruction, right? You got leprosy? Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. Go to church. Amen? It's a simple instruction. Go to the priest. But there's some significance right here because you didn't go to the priest back then when you were sick. Especially with leprosy. Jeannie's not like, yeah, she knows. Yeah, you don't go to the priest when you're sick. You don't do that. You can be in a lot of trouble if you were to do something like that. You would go to the priest when you were healed, and then he would check you off as you were good to go. You were good to go back into society. You were good to go back to the priest. You were good to go. Yeah, it, was like a, it was like that step of validation. It was that he checked you off. Okay, yeah, yes. You, you went to the priest when you were healed. You didn't go to the priest when you were sick. So Jesus gave them some instructions that went against human logic. They had leprosy, and they weren't supposed to go to the priest. But while they were still sick, Jesus knew if they just obeyed him, by the time they got to the priest, they would be healed. That is beautiful. 
I read that just a couple days ago, and I'm going, oh, my gosh. It's when we step out in faith. They could have said, well, we're not allowed to, Jesus. Well, one, I don't think they would have said that because they already called him master. You see, there's a lot of people, they don't call him master. So when Jesus tells them to do something, they say, yeah, not today. I'm going to continue watching what I want to watch. Hey, that's between me and the Lord. I'm going to continue just, hey, that's, those are my bros. We grew up together. Yeah, they're only taking you away from the word of the Lord. Ah. But these guys called him master And Jesus tells them to do something that doesn't make sense. And what do they do? It doesn't matter what people say. Sometimes I'm in a mess. I'm sick mentally, physically, emotionally. But if I just keep going and if I do what he says, by the time I get to where I'm going, I'm going to be healed. God's going to be over me. God's going to take care of my situation. It's in the going, it's in the moving. Yes, right now, I got this issue, I got this problem, but they ain't gonna stop me from coming to church. Yes, right now, I got this issue, I got this problem, but this ain't gonna stop me from praying in the morning and reading my Bible and connecting with God's people. I ain't gonna stop, I'm gonna keep moving forward. I'm gonna follow his instructions. I know they say not to, but... I'm going to follow his instructions. I'm going to obey him now before the healing comes. I'm going to obey him now before I get the job. I'm going to obey him now before I get the spouse. I'm going to obey him now before I, before I get that thing that I've been needing for many years. I'm going to continue obeying him now. I'm going to walk the road of obedience, even through the trial. The text says, and so it was that as they went, they were. I'll read it again. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed, healed, cleansed. And so it was. I don't know about you, but I want to experience a so it was moment in my life. Church, I'm almost done. We'll get ready to close here pretty soon. (laughs) I promise I did not do that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Amen. But what really caught my attention through this verse right here, What really caught my attention, one guy in the text, it says only one, when he saw that he was healed, he said, let me go back and thank him.
you would think that all ten would have gone back together and thanked God. But only one did. Only one. You know, some people never go back to God and thank Him for all the things He's done in their life. It's crazy to me that people will go to their church, get their help, get their deliverance, get their healing. They'll come to church, they'll get the job. Jesus fixes their family, their marriage, their condition, and all of a sudden they've developed this thing called, what's that thing, amnesia? They don't have time for church anymore. They don't have time for anything. Everything They had time for God when everything was jacked up. But now they got what they needed, and they forget about God. But not this man. He came to worship God. Not this church. You guys are here this morning to worship Jesus. Amen. We came back to say, thank you, God. And one of them, the verse 15, brother, verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice and what? Glorified God with a loud voice. That's a beautiful thing right there. With a loud voice, time after time, place after place throughout all the scripture, it tells us to make a loud a loud noise, to make a joyful noise, to make a loud sound, a shout. You remember when the children of Israel marched around the walls of Jericho, they made a loud sound and the walls came crashing down. They made a loud sound. You remember when Je Jehoshaphat was, uh, got attacked, he made a loud shout and God came through. Paul and Silas, Paul and Silas in prison, down in prison, it said they were singing hymns and it said the other, the other, the, the, the other prisoners could hear them. They weren't worse. They weren't whispering hymns. They weren't mumbling hymns. They were singing hymns. And that's when God came and broke the chains that had them bound. They sang. They worshiped. They worshiped Him. Chains were broken. There's a place for quietness. Don't get me wrong. There's a place for reverence and quietness. But there's also a place to make a loud sound, to make a shout. And no, we're not going to come down this morning and scream and shout. You could do that at home. We could do that in the car. There's a reason why I don't put, I'm from home church, because I get crazy in the car. <laughs> I, I, sing, I sing praises. To, maybe I should. I don't know. I know sometimes we're normally not like this. We're normally uh, uh, conservative. We, 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 our, our temperament is, 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 hey, this is not. But, but I, I'm going to tell you this morning, we need to show gratitude. We need to extend beyond our normal behavior. Our mouths need to be open. We need to praise his name. The other nine kept on their way. The other nine got the healing and they just left. You never heard from it again. But this one, this one came back to say thank you and praise God. And worshipped him. 
The other nine, I don't know where they're at. But this one, not me. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to worship. Here I am to say that you are my God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I don't care how difficult my situation is. I don't care how bad the pain is. He has done enough for me already. For me, for the rest of the days of my life, to have the praises on my lips. Worship him. Let's bow our heads this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me, washing away my sins. Thank you for picking me up out of the miry clay and setting my feet upon a solid rock. Sometimes I feel like I'm not where I want to be. I'm not exact. This is not where I wanted to be right now in my life. This part, I wanted to be right here. I needed to, I needed to get this done. I thought I already have this. I, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but I thank God I'm not where I used to be. Oh, I thank God I'm not where I used to be. Thank you, God, for saving me. We serve a God who was bruised for our iniquities, nailed his hands, his feet were nailed. He hung on a cross and buried. And you see, our God wasn't the first person that was crucified or buried. But he was the first person to conquer death in the grave. And that's why we praise him. That's why we sing. I said, that's why we offer him our everything. That's why we bow down and worship this king. Because he gave his everything. Because he gave his everything. You know, I want to encourage you this morning. Uh, we're going to open these altars just to come down to the altar. And if you can't come and kneel at the altar, come down to the first pew and, and, and sit and pray um, or pray at your chair. But I would encourage you, come and let's pray together as a church for what he has done, what he is doing in our lives, in our family. I would encourage you, fathers, come down with your children and pray. Come down, pray for your family, stand in the gap. We're going to open these altars. Just come and pray. We need to thank God this morning for what he has done, what he is doing. And praise him and worship him as our sister plays this song and we're going to sing. That's why we praise him. That's why we sing. Hallelujah. Get a hold of God this morning. Worship his mighty name. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you were doing in this place. We thank you for what you're doing in this place, God. Abba, Father creator of the universe. God, you are worthy to be praised. That's why we sing. He came to live. I said live a perfect life. He came to be, yeah, the living word, our light. He came to die so we'd be reconciled. He came to rise to show his power and might that's why we praise him 
And that's why we sing, yeah. And that's why we offer Him our everything. And that's why we bow down and worship this King. Because He gave His everything, yeah. Because He gave His everything. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray blessing. Let's sing praises, let's worship him this morning. Let's thank him for what he's done, what he's doing. I sing, that's why we offer him our everything. I say, that's why we bow down and worship this king, because he gave his one right here. He came to live. He came to live. 
church that's why we bow down and worship this king because he gave his everything because he gave his everything amen let's bow our heads brother agapito could you please come and seal us close us in prayer and would it be okay, church, if you praise in his native language? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you again, church. Uh, before we dismiss, I just want to say thank you for your prayers, for your love. Um, I just so love each and every one of you. And I'm here for you. If you guys need anything, please let me know. Um, thank you again. Have a blessed Sunday, brother. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen.